Hello world, and welcome to Take a Dump. I'm your host, Jenny Tran. I'm a music educator and singer-songwriter who also loves advocating heavily for mental health. In this podcast, I'll be telling stories about my life-changing struggles with anxiety and how my healing process is going in efforts to show that no one's ever alone in the struggle of coping and healing. And since anxiety oftentimes rides alongside gastrointestinal issues, sorry for everyone in the middle of a meal, I thought of mental health the same way. You'll feel a lot better when you speak your truth and let out anything that had been festering inside your soul. Or whole. (laughs) If this intrigues you, hop on. Get your Miralax and tissue box ready because it's going to be a bumpy ride, pal. Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of Take a Dump. Um, thank you for tuning back in. I've been gone for... Two weeks. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess I don't have a topic prepared today. I'm just going to go on a rant about what's happened for the past couple weeks. Yeah, so um, I guess listening back to my last episode, I realized just about how scramble-brained I was, which is justified because... (laughs) I just told the whole world that I estranged myself from my mother, and I was still very shook up by it, which I would say that I still am, but um, since that episode had posted, there had been a lot more that had happened, and um, for one, I did tell my therapist about my estrangement because I was meeting where I usually meet with him every other week, but because of holidays and whatnot, 4th of July, ill for one. (laughs) Sorry. If you know me, you'll understand why, but you'll understand why I don't like the 4th of July. But anyway, um, Yeah, just holidays, I guess like Memorial Day, he had a prior obligation, and then 4th of July, he had another prior obligation, and just, um, that was when I would have to wait three weeks to meet up with him again. So my last therapy session before my therapy session this week was just the day before I had decided to give my mom a phone call and say that I didn't want to see her anymore. So (laughs) I started off that whole three weeks of just waiting for my next therapy session real strong. Um, Yeah, I gave my mom that phone call and I'm not sure if I remember talking about what had happened afterwards. But um, the very next day, the absolute next day, was when my mom showed up to my apartment unannounced, uninvited. She just showed up unannounced, and I firmly believe, looking back, that that was her way of trying to manipulate me one last time to see if she had any other residual hold on me, which she ended up not having that residual hold. Otherwise, I wouldn't have really gone through this process of just of just healing and considering other things to keep her out of my life. Um, so yeah, she showed up to my apartment unannounced and um, 
Jeez, what else did she do? I unblocked her number so that I'd be able to see how many times she would call me and I would just leave it to voicemail or I would leave it to missed calls. And um, when there was the point where I did block her number, I was wondering if I was able to check the missed calls, um, even though the number was blocked. And unfortunately, there's like no access to seeing um, whether or whether or not a blocked number has called you a few times, so you can't see that. But I got to see blocked messages, and I did see that she did leave a message. I ended up transcribing it and translating it because her primary language is in Vietnamese. I ended up transcribing it and translating it sentence by sentence for my own records. And it was a, it was quite an unsettling voice message of just, uh, I guess, her checking in on me, but also her kind of talking to herself and seeing whether or whether or not it was recording, which that's ridiculous. We should all know that <laughs> when you send someone a voice message, it's gonna record and that person is gonna receive it. But it was just her flipping back and forth about that and that and her telling me that when when a friend visited my place that she left me alone it was just it was a very scrambled message but it was just very um telling once again it was just another um example of her just avoiding the actual elephant in the room or as my boyfriend steven would say the woolly mammoth in the fucking room just her just her basically um, enabling the abuse that my that, that my abuser had inflicted on me for a good 20 years of my life. And um, just last week before I had planned this trip to Milwaukee over the over last weekend, I had a very disturbing flashback that would confirm that my abuse did not in fact started when I was seven years old. It started a lot earlier. And this flashback was just so jarring to me. And um, I, the way, the way I was able to come back from that flashback, even though it took me quite a while, it took me about a couple of hours to come back from that flashback, the way that made, the way that made coming back from that flashback a little bit more bearable was personifying it and seeing that flashback as my four-year-old self coming up to my present day self and telling me about this incident and my present day self validating my four-year-old self that was confused and hurt and didn't understand what was going on. I, it, it was just, um, yeah, it was a very jarring experience and I, um, it, it, it was so bad that I just can't believe that a functioning adult would even dare to do some shit like that in front of their kid. 
I decided at that moment that she was absolutely dead to me and I truly don't know who she is and I think she's among one of the scariest people that I've ever met in my life because the truth of the matter is she presents herself as this really nice cute lady and deep down she's just this manipulative vindictive jerk that terrorized my entire life and I can say that she might have gone as far as as making my life a living hell since I was just a few months old. So with that being said, I've come to the conclusion that I definitely need psychiatric help. So as of recent, I was looking up a couple of psychiatrists that are nearby me that also are in network with my current insurance. And one was booked up, but the other one I was able to make an appointment with. So I just sent over all my information and I hope I get a call back. And, um, I suspect I have PTSD. I'm not sure yet. Those kind of flashbacks, they're very they're very unsettling. They're very traumatizing. But I'm not going to jump to conclusions and say that I have PTSD unless I get evaluated and it's been confirmed. And if that's the case, well then, you know, I'd just rather be on meds. You know, it's ridiculous for me to think that I could fight all this on my own without any meds when, in truth, if I've... <laughs> If I've endured this my entire life, I might as well be on fucking meds just to really get through that because it's just, it's not normal. It's not normal for anyone to go through that and just, and just live their day, day-to-day lives without being treated. So I'm going to do just that. And yeah, so that's part of that heaviness. Now, um... Back to Milwaukee. <laughs> so I had that horrible flashback. Awful. Um, once I bounced back from that a couple of hours later, it was like around maybe 8 p.m., 9 p.m. That was when I started packing up for my trip. And it was just going to be a two-day trip because I had the 3rd and 4th of July off from work. So I just decided, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to just go to Wisconsin. But I didn't decide that exact same night. It was a thing that I had decided maybe about a couple weeks prior because I was looking back in my childhood and realized that I never got a chance to go out of town during a holiday. And the reason why was because my mom had instilled in me for a long time that I was supposed to stay home during each holiday because family's family, family's everything, family first, you know, like I was always with family. And I found that to be so fucking exhausting because even when it wasn't a holiday, I was always with family. Like I was being tracked everywhere. Like my mom, she was just like very controlling. Even like during college, she would blow up my phone when I had to like stay late for rehearsals, when I had to 
do a bunch of other things. Like, looking back, I just, I just thought, really, she's just no different from a controlling partner. And then it, it kind of brought things into perspective. It's like, the reason why I was able to attract shitty partners before was because my mom was very much the same person. So I thought that behavior was normal, you know? But anyway, Wisconsin. So it was a decision I made in the span of two weeks. I booked an Amtrak ticket and I booked a hotel ticket. And I was going to go alone, but then my brother decided, oh, I wanted to come with, so fuck it. Like, I'll have him come with me. (laughs) And I was originally thinking of Kenosha, but then the hotels in Kenosha were really far away from where I wanted to visit, which was basically the beach. I was planning to just chill by the beach for the 4th of July and just have it be that. I didn't want to fill up my entire schedule. I wanted to just play by ear. But those hotels were just so far. The cheapest ones were far. And then the one, the single hotel in downtown was like way too much for a night. So I just decided, nah, never mind. And I was looking up on Priceline and then I saw that, and then all of the suggestions that kept popping up was downtown Milwaukee, downtown Milwaukee. And so I just felt like that was the universe's very aggressive way of saying, bitch, go to Milwaukee instead. (laughs) So I went to Milwaukee instead and it was really fun. I really like Milwaukee. I like the vibe of it. I feel like Milwaukee is a blend of many different vibes. Like Milwaukee gives me a little bit of Chicago. It's like a mini Chicago to me, but it also gives me a little bit of some West Coast states. And it also gives me a little bit of, hmm, a little bit of Vegas. Oh no. But yeah, like it, it, it gives a little bit of both because, you know, downtown Milwaukee, it's not loud in terms of energy. You know, it's 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 very tiny, it's very cute, and it's not it's not so much of a stimulation overload. Whereas I feel like living in Chicago, it's a it's very overstimulating sometimes, especially in downtown, it's just so big and there's just so many wings. <laughs> it's just very easy to get lost in downtown Chicago. Meanwhile, Milwaukee's real cute. Like the river walk is tiny and then everything else is just tiny and then the architecture is just beautiful as well. And uh, yeah, so that's what I like about it. And um, Conveniently enough, I had been meaning to go to a rage room, but I wasn't sure when and where I was going to go to a rage room. I just decided for fun before, just about a week before I was going to go on this trip, like, you know what, let's see what rage rooms are nearby the hotel that I booked. And I found this specific rage room called Bust and Stuff, and it's... It, it, it was in this really nice neighborhood called Bayview where there's just a bunch of 
little retailers by the beach and it's a bunch of small shops and it's a really nice vibe it kind of gives me Long Beach a little bit anyway um, this place is at the Lincoln factory the Lincoln warehouse I forgot what it's called but it's it's a big factory slash warehouse and I looked on their website and their prices were really like just dirt cheap which I was surprised about I was like $20 for like no, not $20, 30-something dollars for, like, a 20-minute session? Like, dude, that's a fucking deal. And I was just like, let's do it! So I ended up booking an appointment for the 3rd of July at 1 p.m. So that was really cool. Um, I took an Amtrak, or my brother and I took the Amtrak to Milwaukee. And then we walked around... Uh, downtown for a little bit, got some lunch, and then we ended up walking a whole hour to Bayview. <laughs> and it was my brother's idea. He was just like, fuck it, let's just walk all the way over there. And I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah, sure, let's fucking do it. <laughs> we just really needed an excuse to kill some time because our hotel was a very late check-in. It was 4 p.m. I'm like, that, that that's really dumb. So we ended up killing a lot of time. We walked over to the rage room and I got to meet this really nice guy. It's a one man business. So only one dude runs it. His name is Gene. And he, the only way I would describe Gene is just a very, very eccentric, very high energy and very positive person as well. And, uh, yeah, he has an amazing business and he has amazing energy as well. And I just feel like no matter where I end up living, no matter where, what state I end up living in, I'm always going to probably make my ass back there because it's such a great business. But anyway, I was really scared about having a meltdown at this rage room just because of that flashback that I had the night before. But, um... I guess that hour walk to the place really took it out of me, so I ended up not having a meltdown. In fact, I was very timid at first and I was holding back a lot while I was smashing some glassware in that room and like just batting things away. Um, but then as I got comfortable, and started throwing some glass onto the walls, that was when I started really tuning in to my anger and understanding that my anger was very much justified and that was what helped me carry through the rest of the session. And it felt amazing. I feel like I wanna build a budget for, um, for the rage room think that'd be pretty cool but but I don't know what it is like some of the other rage rooms especially the one here in Chicago like I don't know I really don't because they charge $98 for two people for one and for two the protective gear is not all that great like what the fuck is a rain poncho and a pair of goggles gonna do meanwhile the protective gear that I had I might as well be a damn a astronaut or might as well could have painted someone's house <laughs> because it was just so extensive, you know? I had, like, 
I had like uh, like like coveralls, I guess like painter coveralls, and I also had cut resistance gloves, and then I had a face sock, and then I had a face shield. Like either I looked like I was ready to paint a person's house or go welding. I don't know, but one of those two. But yeah, <laughs> it, it it was fantastic. After that, um, I guess Larry and I walked around the beach, and then we just chilled by the beach a little bit, and then we made our way back to the hotel, checked in. I uh, chilled at the pool, and then I came back, showered from the pool, and then I slept, and then woke up the next day. Most of the stuff in Milwaukee was closed on the 4th of July, which sucked, so we chilled by the beach a bit more. We rented some bikes and then just decided to bike on the lakefront, which was really cute. And how else do we fill up our time? We got some Subway sandwiches and, uh... just chilled at the train station, I guess, uh, up until we had to leave because it started to thunderstorm a little bit on the 4th of July, so we just decided to make it to the Amtrak station before, before we got wet. So that was like a couple of hours of us just chilling there. But yeah, that was fun. But yeah, that trip was so fun. I really enjoyed it. But I did get so tired immediately after, so I just, like, slept as soon as I could. And then I had to take the day off the next day because I was, like, really drained. But yeah. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. I'm gonna try to figure out what topics to come up with next week, but for now I'm just so scatterbrained. And, uh, yep, really trying to get through all of this. Um, I guess that trip really reminded me of what's good. Because as of late, I've just been dealing with not just the flashbacks, but I've been getting panic attacks back to back as well. And it's, um, and it's been hard. I guess... The way I would put it is that my brain is really trying to process things really quickly. So my brain is just like, all right, you're no longer suppressing. Let me go ahead and process all these motherfuckers for ya. And I'm like, no, please slow down, please. It's too much, it hurts. So yeah, I'm gonna try to take care of myself, guys. And I hope this is motivation for you to take care of yourself as well and I love you guys and be sure to tune in next week and yeah talk to you guys soon bye love you